Welcome to Thuduwaya. Thuduwaya. I feel, Woo! I feel pump, bad baby. for their ears. Trade dealer. I don't, I don't feel no, bad they, for they nobody. Gonna be fine. I don't feel nobody. I don't feel bad for nobody except teams that didn't make a move at the trade deadline. <laughs> Y'all team make one little deal and now you're on top of the world. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. I, I was, that was a shot at my team too. Oh. Yeah. Look at that with... Never no, y'all did well. Y'all did well. Well, on today's episode, of course, we're going to talk about all of the trades that happened between last episode and this episode. Trade deadline is officially over. Woj and Shams, like Woj was on the show, live TV. He said, hold on, picked up his third phone because the trade went down. Mm-hmm. Duty calls. Phones, Duty calls, trades, baby. One for the buyout market. I got two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his, his job not over because we do got players getting bought out. All right. Let's start off with the big one that happened February 4th. ESPN sources, a four-team trade agreement. Houston is getting Robert Covington. Atlanta's getting Clint Capella and Nene. Minnesota's getting Malik Beasley, Wancho Hearn, Gomez, Evan Turner. Atlanta's first-round pick via the Nets. Denver's getting Gerald Green and Houston's first-round pick. Now, we had heard about this trade potentially going down pretty much the whole day. They just need to get the specifics because it's a four-team trade. So many pieces are going here and there. And then eventually, in the middle of the night, they like, we got it done. Mm-hmm. Which is, Yeah. And since that, we've got to see a lot of these teams play with their new pieces. So that's why I'm happy we didn't come here like right at the trade deadline because we actually got to visualize and we got, Robert you know, Covington and all that it stuff. It gave us a chance to let stuff happen too. Yeah. yeah. Because some of these guys are not – like Shabazz Napier doesn't play for the Nuggets anymore. No, he does not. So um, – but yeah, I, I'm, I like it. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, there was a lot of talks about, you know, the episode before we were talking about uh, the Hawks – and they were talking about DeAndre Hunter being involved mm-hmm. in the trade or something. Yeah. So it was good for the Hawks to be able to get Clint Capella. They were seem thirsty as hell to get them a center. Uh, and then luckily— They didn't give up much. Yeah, because that, mm-hmm. that thirst made me have a fear that they would do something that they might regret yeah. or could have held back and did. But it, they, they, they didn't really give up nothing. They gave up Evan Turner. Um, and they were able to get Dwayne Dedman back, too. Yes. yes so yes. I think they get the most Without of anything. With, with a center who can pick and roll and also shoot. Then they also traded for um, Scal. Scal like they just, they just they got just all the stacked up on center. Yeah. They said we're not going through a draft. They got no one that worked. Facts. Uh, and the reason <laughs> I like this for them is because Clint Capella is so much cheaper than like the other options out there. Um, way Andre cheaper Drummond. than Steven Adams, yeah. Andre Drummond, and and all of that. So I really like that fit. It seems like he's super happy. I mean, everybody looks like they're happy when they're traded except for Drummond eventually. Um, but he looks like he's super ready to play with them. And he's not that much older than Trey Young and the rest of the core. So like four years from now, wow. when they're starting to to work out and do well he's not even in his 30s yet so i think it's a great trade for them considering they literally didn't give up much and they got a quality center and on the other side robert covington going to houston who we've seen play we saw him play twice now the mm-hmm. first game is against your lakers and he they balled the boys yeah. up he did good against yeah, he the, played, in the he first game really well and then the second game they got their ass beat yeah like the whole rockets <laughs> the whole rockets team played bad now. yeah and it was a back-to-back no russell westbrook it's a lot of things that went into that game and then they couldn't guard um the kelly working out like in the long run? The small ball? Yes. No. Because um, last think, night they got killed on the boards 51 to 29. Mm. I, I think they're always going to kill Yeah, they're always going to get killed. It's going to be like a just a stat that's going to yeah. happen for them. Because that's, 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 it really just depends yeah. on if they're hitting their three balls. That's, to be that's the yeah. whole season. Because against the Lakers, the last they hit games, 19. They're shooting 50 for 150 from deep in the last three games. Okay. Which, I mean, you can shoot better. I got it written out right here. I know. I'm, I did, I'm not just hey, I'm just I. I'm just but happy you came know, with I the think notes. They're just emphasizing on living. Like I'm not the fact they checker. Emphasizing on the key to live and die but a three. Yeah, and that's at the end of the day. That's a scary thing. And yes, it could work like it did against the Lakers, or it could fall out in a seven game series. 
I don't know if I trust some dudes to make 19 threes four times and also stop whatever God player they got. Mm-hmm. You know, like I like their mindset. It's similar to the mindset that who was it the Heat played when they played against OKC. They were like, we're going to let their best two players, Russell Westbrook and, and Kevin Durant, go out and give us buckets. But we're going to stop everybody else. And that included James Harden. You remember that finals run? So I feel like that's their mindset. Me and Mike were talking about this. So they were like, we're going to let Anthony Davis do his thing. Mm-hmm. We're going to make sure Danny Green don't get no shots. We're going to make sure Avery Bradley don't get no shots. And if if uh, Anthony Davis dropped 40 and then nobody else helps him out with that 40, then it doesn't matter because we can win that game. Well, LeBron also shot one fray from three. Yes. Yeah. He won't shoot he, that he bad again. Struggled. Another thing yeah. I was talking about is just like, when you see all those small guys, it's just enticing to just throw those post feeds yeah. that they gave us all day, and they're all looking at it. Yes. Yeah, so you can't a lot of times it. it can force into a turnover, and, and it's going the other way for the Rockets. Yeah. And that's another thing that's scary for me because I think teams will eventually realize that we can just play our regular basketball. We don't need to force right. anything. Yeah. I think as long as you execute – it's going to work in your favor against the Rocks. Something's going to mess up. Mm-hmm. You're going to have some type of mismatch where you can expose. I think the main thing to not focus when you speak on the Rockets with this type of thing that they're doing mm-hmm. is defense. Mm-hmm. They clearly didn't do this for defense. The theory in this particular way of basketball that they're playing is not for defense. It's strictly for offense. They yeah. want to be faster. They want to spread you out. Yeah. And they want to believe that they're going to knock down shots at a high level. And... That's just simply what it is, which has always been their system, but now they're putting it on steroids to where now there's yeah, no – everybody is a threat from beyond they're trying to maximize behind like them. Everything. And mm-hmm. I feel like it's cool. I like it. Um, you know, because the, I really don't – I didn't see anything else that they could do. They mm-hmm. weren't going to get anybody that could put them over the top um, in any other way. Uh, and They've shown that they could be good without Clint Capella, so, like, why not? Yeah, and then this is D'Antoni's last year, so you might as well go full throttle, all in on the type of system he is, and see if this can work, because there, I didn't see anything. With Clint Capella, they weren't this team that we was like, oh, man. Without them still, it's not like, oh, man, mm-hmm. but it's all, but they have Harden and Ru- Ru- and Russell. And I think they were transitioning to just P.J. Tucker playing that five spot anyway. Yeah. yeah. So, so with him being down low, now you also got another perimeter defender. Go all in on this plan yeah. and, and Ru- see where it can take you. And Russell Westbrook's definitely, like, thriving from not having him. Because against that, in that team, in that game against the Lakers, he was just going at yeah, him. Yeah, a lot of 41. times they, they had the big on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kuzma. Kuzma stood no chance. He was Kuzma's bitch. I mean, Kuzma's his <laughs> bitch. Well, last time they played against you, remember they made that switch at halftime where Kuzma was guarding Russell Westbrook and he clamped Russell Westbrook up so they came out with their mindset thinking it'll happen twice and that's just not just not how it works and then Robert Covington gives you some size you know he yeah, has yeah, some block shots so on Anthony Davis and he hit that big shot a couple big um, shots and they, they had good ball rebound. they had good ball moving sometimes and I don't know it's just shit why not do it? Go ahead. Go all in on a movement. If it doesn't work, you move on from D'Antoni and you, you go get you a big in the offseason and you try to reconvert the system and reformulate. Uh, the other team was the Timberwolves. Uh-huh. You know, Malik Bleasley from the Nuggets. Evan Turner, who probably get bought out. Yep. yep uh, Her- he Herman didn't even Gomez. come to the uh, to the ceremony where they introducing players, so I'm pretty sure he's going to get bought out by the end of the day. Or Jared Vanderbilt. Now. And then they get a conditional future first from the Hawks via the Nets. Yes. Um, I like it. I like Malik Beasley. I'm hoping that this can be a place where he can kind of spread his rings a little he bit. He already more talking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't understand when players in any sport do that. I think it's just best to play basketball. Just who, but, bro? <laughs> get, your, um, get in the rotation and get your PT first. I like it for the Timberwolves, man. You just They just shifted. Just shift. And I think um, we'll get into the trade that they made, the big one. Yeah, this is his first half of what happened for them because they needed this trade to work for yeah, the next trade to work. They kind of re- readjusted their whole roster, which mm-hmm. I think was a good move. 
Um, and to me, they're winners of the trade deadline for a specific yeah. reason. But I'll get to it when we get, again get to the big trade. But mm-hmm. I'm just hoping Malik Beasley can come in here, spread his wings. I don't know what to expect, expect from Wancho um, because I don't. The, the Denver Nuggets had so much depth that I don't know if he just exactly. wasn't good enough for them yeah. or he's just not good enough to have a significant role. So I'm very interested to see what they can offer him and maybe he can show us a little bit more than he was with the Nuggets. The and same thing with Jared, Jared Vanderbilt. He's a, a combo forward who can make some plays off the rebound and go coast to coast. So maybe these guys can just have this opportunity to spread their wings, especially the forwards, because yeah. I don't know who is the forward. They got James, James Johnson, Johnson, Omari Spellman, and... Watch and watch yeah, yeah. Those, so those are their forwards right now. Those guys are going to have an opportunity this second half of the season to really make or break themselves and show their type of worth to the Timberwolves. Mm-hmm. So I like it. We had a few deals fall through. It was like the Luke Kennard deal fell through. Yes. And then a deal that was attached to the next one, which is Memphis giving up uh, Iggy in return. They got they gave up Iggy. They gave up Jay Crowder. They gave up Solomon Hill. And in return, they gave, got back Justice Winslow, mm-hmm. James Johnson, who they Deion shipped Waiters. for uh, Gorgie Zhang and Deion Waiters, who it seems like they're going to buy out. And then uh, attached to this deal, it was a rumor. Well, not even a rumor because Woe tweeted it that they were trying to also pull off Gallinari to Miami, which would have been the most ridiculous. <laughs> trade because you got they would have fortified yeah. themselves as like you know Jake yeah, they that thing. And, and they were trying to extend Gallinari as well and that's like why they the, did with Iggy that's why the deal fell through because yeah. they couldn't agree on the extension um, oh. but they did give Iggy a two year extension for 30 million which is crazy that the man they touched the flow in over yeah, six months and, the, inside this trade uh-huh. Jordan Bell goes from Houston to the Grizzlies mm-hmm. for Bruno yep and then Shabazz Napier goes from the Nuggets to Washington yep. for Jordan McRae, mm-hmm. which I also like because they already have Jamal Murray, Monte Morris. It wasn't mm-hmm. no need for Shabazz Napier. You kind of redundant at that point. Yeah. Malik Beasley. So Jordan McRae can maybe fill the void that Malik Beasley gave hooping. you. Because, yeah, he was hooping. So I like those moves. Um, and, I, yeah, that's it for this trade. Okay. So now what trade was we on? We talking about Iggy. <laughs> Iggy, Iggy in Miami. Yeah. And then, yeah. We didn't get to see them two play yet. Iggy and Jay Crowder hasn't played yet. Yeah. They didn't play yesterday. But then James Johnson mm-hmm. goes to the Timberwolves, Timberwolves from the Grizzlies from Gorgie Dane. Gorgie Dane, yeah. Goes I over. love the Timberwolves, bro. I mean, I love the Grizzlies. They just they they just getting stuff because they are they didn't lose anything significant. I know Jay Crowder was cool yeah. for them. He was, he was their fat yeah. yeah, but they get Justice Winslow, who's another young guy that fits what they that can maybe fit to what they're doing. Um, Gorgie Dang isn't some old nene ass guy. He's young. He, he defends very, very well. Um, I, you know the Dion Waiters mm. thing. I know he's gonna yeah. probably be bought out, mm. but I thought he could actually just. Me too. I thought he could just play. Me too. You know, it's not. They they are still in the playoff picture right now, but it's not Strongly. like he, if he's not playing well, it's just just bench him. Yeah, you know, what I mean, if he's coming and making plays, maybe because I feel be, like he has something to prove. It was a lot, mm-hmm. and I feel like you get a you get a focused chip mm-hmm. on the shoulder type Dion Waiters. And he can he can help somebody, I, and that's what is going to happen on a buyout market. I feel like a team like Philadelphia, they need to pick up their phone. He's from Philadelphia. He has a point to prove. He has a chip on his shoder, and you put him on something where it's 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 both both. Yeah. So he can't just come and fuck you over. If he comes and he's not focused and he's still on some dumb uh, tweaking shit, you let his ass go. You wash your hands. But if you can get him for a, a low risk and it's high reward, Deion Waiters can come in and ball for a team off the bench. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's just what I think. Especially a team like Philly who's struggling with their second unit. Yeah, he come in the second unit, he run the shit, oh yeah. They'd also yeah. have to release somebody though and I think they're they happy already with, did. They yeah, re- they released uh, Jonah Bolden and Trey Burke but they'd have to release a third person which I don't know if they do that because they just gave... Uh, 
Pele or Pepe, Pele, Pele. They gave him an extension, like they signed him. But they 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 had they brought in Burks mm-hmm. and Glenn, which is why they had to release two people. And then they had to trade James Ennis away, which is they to make another. An, but they need to make another spot if they're going to pull up Deion Waiters. Who did they just bring in? They brought in two, but they they don't have a spot. Is what I'm saying. Why? Because they they traded James Ennis. Yeah. They got rid of Bolden and Trey Burke and Trey Burke. But they, they they gave the two way guy Pele a real deal. Oh, okay. okay. And then yeah, okay, okay. So they don't have a roster spot right now. I mean, they, obviously you can play? make a spot. Did he just play Pele? Mm, I ain't watching it yet. Because, play. <laughs> yeah. I know they won by thirty. So I mean, I, I turned that game off. And, I don't even think it was yeah. that game. I think it was the one before. But <clears throat> yeah, um, Iggy, Iggy though. The Heat. I think I, I think they really fortified themselves for this trade, and they. Took care of what I think could have been their weakness, which is probably just like isolation type defense. I know that their you know team defense is great, especially with their zone. Mm-hmm. But when it comes down to, I think just like they my could bad. have better wing sh- defenders. I was thinking had, of Shyock, my bad. Having, having like Iguodala out there and a Jay Crowder to cancel out like the Kemba Walkers or just the Kyle Lowry's, I think that it, it could definitely help them in the long run. They and say, it also it gives Jimmy an opportunity to not guard the best player every night. So he can he can take some yeah, yep. yeah. get a little bit more rest. Gives him another ball side. handler too with Andre Godala. Yeah. I I do like it a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh I know some Heat fans like small is a super sad to see Justice Winslow go, but the man ain't played in forever. Mm-hmm. And he's not <laughs> if you want to win a championship, you gotta give and get. And uh Iggy's has championship DNA. Yeah. Uh he came in with six percent body fat, so he's obviously still in great, great, great they say shape. He might have to game with. <laughs> it's a great, great, great shape. And then mm-hmm. they also bring in dogs like Jay Crowder, who him and Jimmy Butler had a little beef in the past. Mm-hmm. But as teammates, I think they're going to get along just fine. Mm-hmm. Solomon Hill was a vet on that Memphis team. And I don't know if he'll crack the rotation in Miami, he but he's a play. He can play defense mm-hmm. when you need him to. to and he honest. knocks down the shots, too. Yeah. So, so I, I, I really love this I think they're really prepared for a team like the Bucks. I think this is one of them trade deadlines where, like, not many losers. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, every deal, you can you can understand why a team would do it, and you can see the foreseeable future where it looks well. I, some of the tra- – it's like one trade where I'm like, oh, y'all gave up. Y'all, no, yeah. I, I think I know what you're You know what you're talking about? about? I think um, I know what you're talking about. But Memphis side, of course, if Justice Winslow does get healthy, he's a guy that could come in and be be helpful. I mean, last year, his three-point shot improved so much from the year before. Yes, it did. Um, and he's, he's like a point four at that time. So, like, it's – I think it should be a great fit. We just got to get him on the court, and he's ready for it from yeah. the little mini doc he put together. Yeah, man, I love. I, I like what the Heat doing. I just love when a team just puts they tra- they trade. I mean, they trade. I like when they put their chips in the middle of the, the table and just say we we going forward, or you know, and they didn't even do anything significant. Where I feel like, oh my gosh, Deion Waiters had that gummy issue and ain't never been the same since, as far as being on their team, and always had a problem with them drafting Tyler Hero and other guards and whatnot. So they didn't lose much from there. Uh, Justice Winslow, cool young piece in previous years. But like you said, we haven't seen him on the court in such a long time that it kind of became a team that you really forgot that he was on. Mm-hmm. Um, no disrespect, but that's just what it is. James Johnson has always been cool with the Heat in, in past playoffs series or whatever. But now I'm, I'm okay with losing him when I'm getting Jay Crowder back because Jay Crowder is kind of like a better version of him. Mm-hmm. And then also the icing on the cake is Andre Iguodala. Yeah. So, and I mean, Solomon Hill's contract is going to expire, even though he won't play. So, he, he's making like what thirteen million a year. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Andre Iguodala, you're giving a two year extension, which that's that indicates something. That's something that they know that we don't know. Mm-hmm. Come in in great shape, um, very focused. They orchestrated mm-hmm. that deal to the uh, point where they still have the money when Giannis becomes a free agent, yes, which I think is just another another t- tip of the cap. And then Giannis drafted Bam and Jimmy Pat Butler. Riley. 
Um, <laughs> but yeah, I like yeah. the scene, man. I think I, I hope they can do something great in the playoffs. The more yeah. contenders, the better with, for yeah. us as fans. With those additions too, I think they just increase their leadership or their their veterans on the team, mm-hmm. especially with having Kendrick Kendrick Nunn, Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson playing a lot of big minutes. I mean, those are young guys. And I think that they brought in those type of guys where they don't come in and and take away from those guys. Yeah, like, like yeah. Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler mm-hmm. is having his best season, and it's not from a statistical standpoint because he understands I'm gonna let all of these young guys be who they be, so they can be comfortable, and I'll cover any other areas that we need for us to win. Mm-hmm. And I think Andre Godala will have that same mindset. Even in his interview, he was talking about getting ready to work with Bam and whatnot. So mm. I, I like it, man. I like it. I just hope that it's something significant. I don't want to see them get in the playoffs and do all of this and they get their ass kicked. Yeah. I don't want to overhype this because we haven't seen Andre Iguodala play in a while. Um, and, you know, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, it's a good yeah. trade, but, yeah. but I feel I'm like the Gallinari one. I'm anxious to see this, this team hit the court and see how they all I'm not. All I'm not. Up. I'm anxious for playoffs because I don't, you know what I mean? Like, Andre Iguodala's never been like a regular season guy where he's finna come in and yeah, change shit yeah. right away. I'm just ready for the playoffs to see who they get matched up with. And I really wish, to, to, to me, the Gallinari one would have made me be like, they might be on paper mm, your yeah. favorite. But this still is like, the Bucks could still beat this team. Yeah, facts. Yeah. 100%. 76. It's just got, it's got a little bit more tough. It got a little more tough. Yeah. And, but I, the Bucks still it, But it favorite. does make it be, yeah. better. Raptors. Them versus Raptors are a great playoff series. The Raptors have been killing them. Been Celtics, killing them. great playoff series. Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, and you got them being guarded by Andre Iguodala and Jimmy, Jimmy Butler. Butler. Jay Crowder. Yeah. yeah. This is going to be a handful for the wings <laughs> out there. Uh, next trade is a, a relatively small one. Dwayne Dedman going to Atlanta for Jabari Parker, Alex Lynn, and Atlanta also got two second-round picks. It's a trade that on paper don't mean too much, um, but Atlanta gets another center. Yeah, Atlanta just cashing out. Uh, Jabari Parker gets another chance I like somewhere. It. Uh, now, for the Hawks, they're going to have a, a, a top-five pick, mm-hmm. um, and it makes the their plans a little bit more focused and centered. They're going to have to try to get LaMelo or Anthony Edwards because you have Trey Young. You drafted two wings last year, and now you got you got your centers. You got $30 million a year going to centers, mm-hmm. and you have John Collins. So you have to guard, guard, guard. And if they can get an Anthony Edwards in the backcourt with Trey Young, DeAndre Hunter, John Collins, Clint Capella, and off your bench you would have Cam, Cam Reddish, Kevin Hurd, or Dwayne Detman. I don't want to go back into hyping them yeah. up again because we did it all last offseason, but it's still – a good direction to be going in. And they still have hella cap space. They don't. Really? Not after Last time I checked, I thought they had they like... Don't. They don't. Not after those two trades. Because they have cap space, but not what they once had. Yes. Yeah. Um, Which is okay, because this upcoming draft... I mean, free agency class... Is, is, is in the back. Yeah. Unless you want DeMar DeRozan. They don't have... Uh, what they had next one Dylan Brooks got a three year extension worth 35 million just wanted to bring that up shout out to him for getting yeah. his payday he's been a big part of the <clears throat> the success for Memphis yeah especially just being consistent shooting the ball and he talked he, he won the vocal leaders then we got Philly getting uh, Glenn Robinson the third and Alec Burks for draft compensation that's like a huge W for them because as we talked about their uh, their bench has been bad and Glenn Robinson and Alec Burks are having amazing individual seasons but they mm-hmm. were playing on that Warriors team where so many shots for him but they're both shooting efficiently um, Alec Burks is one of those dudes that sometimes can just come out and give you thir- uh, 25 out of nowhere. And, you know, so it's, it's an upgrade for them. Yeah. Is it the best thing possible? Probably not. But it is an, an upgrade for sure. And it's very it's, – I like it because they didn't give up – well, they gave up three second-round picks, mm-hmm. um, 2020, 2021, 2022 from the Mavs, Nuggets, and Raptors. So none of the second-round picks were theirs. 
Uh, but you didn't give, give up anything. You didn't have to give up a Zaire Smith, who they kind of like and see potential in. You didn't have to give up a Matisse Stiebel. You didn't have to give up a, a, a Furkan Korkmaz, who had 30-something the other day uh, or last night. Mm-hmm. And you bring in two guys who show on some type of promise with the Warriors when they were able to get their minutes. They have some confidence. They're now in a winning situation. I like Alec Burks because, like you said, he can give you 25 on any given night. And in the playoffs, that's all you need is for one off-the-bench guy to have a night, and it wins you the series. And he's also a, a, another playmaker. So when Ben Simmons isn't on the floor, they have somebody that can create yeah. for them off that bench with that second unit. And Glenn Robinson, you know, has been solid and has shot the ball really well with the Warriors, uh-huh. a lot better than I ever expected or thought he could. So that's, you know, real good. But I, I agree, man. You know, would you have wanted them to do more? Probably. There's some mm-hmm. Sixers fans that probably wanted a bigger splash. But I think with this type of move and maybe a buyout market move, if they can drop somebody, I don't know, it, it can it can get them a little bit more better than they was. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because I prefer Alec Burks and Glenn Robinson versus what they had, which mm-hmm. was kind of yeah, like sure. uh, Morale Shyock from Iowa State. Shout played, out to, to my boy. Uh, Norvell Pelly, you know. Raw Neto had some moments that one who was that? Yeah, like game one good game, one good ass game. That was like two weeks ago. <laughs> but yeah. I don't know how much you're gonna rely on that. So next deal, the biggest one of the night, Clippers get Derek Walton Jr. They give him away to Atlanta for cash. How y'all feeling about this big, and uh, big time trade? Protected top fifty five. I think Derek Walton <laughs> it feels seems like Derek Walton was like a really big piece for the Clippers. I'm surprised they gave him up. Shout out to my boy, man. I never forget. My man tweeted me and said, Look out for Derek Walton. He's been on fire. I look at that boy game log. I, I just had to be sure. I listen to the fans when they speak. Maybe it's something I missed or didn't look at. And I went back to say, have I been missing something? Because I feel like I've been watching the Clippers. Motherfucker, something about two points. <laughs> he may have had a nice. He, he had to have like a nice move. He did. Oh, okay, okay. He had to. Okay. He had to have like yeah. a nice move, and he must have seen it. And be like, oh, he must have been balling. <laughs> I'm talking about. He was such a useless starter when he was starting. Like Damn, he had a few games. Now he's just coming out. Of his Damn. Useless. Did they release him yet? Because it was rumored that they're just gonna let him go. Yeah, the Hawks waved. <laughs> they waved him. They did end up waving him. So. Um, he too good. Him and Nene got waved by the Hawks, so Nene's yeah, is done. A lot of motherfuckers got waved, yeah. which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, before we get to the next big trade, let's do one small before our break. Um, it's not really a trade, but we just found out that Marvel Williams is booby signed. Oh, no, no, no. Let's not talk about that. Let's talk, no. not, not talk about that? Let's talk about James Ennis. Okay, going sure. To the Magic let's do that one. They, the Sixers get a 2020 second round pick. Because um, that Marvin Williams. You think so? That, that ain't just small to me. You think so? Yeah. That motherfucker can shoot. Yeah, I mean he fits perfectly. But, but, but okay, we'll talk about him a little bit later. But the James Ennis one, um, they had to get they had better. to get a roster spot. And James Ennis, I don't know how he was playing individually this season. I, I don't really know, but uh, they felt that he was the guy that needed to be moved. And now the Orlando Magic get a guy that can help them right now. And I like James Ennis their, for uh, them, playoff push. But Glenn Robinson is really going to take his minutes. Yeah. so there's no reason to keep both of them. It makes um, sense. They were super happy to resign him last year, and then now yeah, he's just out the door. It's just how things go, man. Because he actually played solid for them last year. Yeah. Yeah. He's really good. So I was was surprised to see him not, like, really in the rotation. Yeah. So we're going to take our – Oh. take our – that's how little he was impacting the game. When I watched him, I I don't really see much wrong. I feel like Matisse Dybul took some of those minutes. No, he didn't. They played together. 
Mm. I mean, James Ennis was never a guy who was going to give you 35 minutes. And when he was no, on the court, he fast. wasn't going to be somebody that you watched. Like, damn, James Ennis is taking over this game. <laughs> so, but that doesn't mean he wasn't in the rotation. He was definitely in the rotation. Yeah, he's playing the same amount of minutes this year as he was last year for Philly, like 16 minutes per game. Because mm. you know I'm watching them build with Ben. <laughs> Shoot 35% from three. He's, you know, he's having a decent season, so he could definitely come in and help. Um, you know that's Tyler Ennis, brother? Ain't no way in hell. <laughs> <laughs> one light as hell, one dark as hell. Shout out to Tyler Ennis, man. He do have like a brother or cousin that played for like Oregon or something, but it ain't James Ennis. All right, let's get to our first break. So the biggest trade of the trade deadline, the Golden State Warriors have a wait the Golden State Warriors have agreed to trade D'Angelo Russell to Minnesota for a deal that includes Andrew Wiggins a 2021 protected first round pick and a 2022 second round pick league sources and then that 2021 first round pick is like top three protected protected, and then it becomes unprotected the next year Uh, and they also send Jacob Evans and Amari Spellman to the Timberwolves to avoid the luxury tax Mm -hmm. which also would take them out of the repeater tax next season and then after that steve kerr got asked about it he was like since the moment we signed him we knew it wasn't going to be a very great fit and um and that's why they traded him now instead of waiting to the off season mm-hmm. i guess and this is the this is the deal they they got so let me hear because i've heard great things about this trade bad things about this trade i want to hear y'all points of views because wiggins is such a bipolar player in the yeah. nba community some people love him some people hate him some people think it's a terrible trade for them so let I'm me hear them two go first because i i i i'm I, i'm a i'm a I'm confused on what Steve Kerr said about how he's not a good fit when he hasn't really got the chance to play with Steph or he didn't get the chance to play with Steph and Clay and Draymond. Like, they all were injured most of the, like, a lot of the season, so you never really got to see if they fit or not. So what he was but, saying is that D'Angelo Russell is such a guy that, that he's ball-dominant, and they needed him to transition to the point where he was playing off the ball because, of course, yeah. you have Steph Curry. But also they I guess got they didn't Wiggins back in the deal, which isn't good off the ball with, like, catch and shoot threes mm-hmm. and, like, mm-hmm. three and D. He doesn't play defense either. So how is Wiggins a good fit? I understand I, mean, that. <laughs> I, I like it, especially for the Warriors, that they got the picks. Oh, okay. No, yeah. the pick. Okay. The okay. Yeah, yeah. Because just you have, you have the opportunity to flip him and get something big in return when, you know, you have Steph Clay back. But I do like the fact that Wiggins gets a change of scenery. Maybe playing with Dre, Clay, Steph, somebody being in that winning ass. culture. That win- yeah, because Draymond's going to be on his ass. Draymond was on KD's ass. For the rest of the season, so. Draymond is on that ass. For <laughs> <laughs> next but season. I, I think it's a win-win for both situations. The Timberwolves, they had nothing really to lose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In their situation, they was on a, a, a losing streak. They love they, losing streak. 13 games right now. Yeah, Jesus. but now they at least have something. They, now they something bring in, promising. Yeah, they bring yes. in D'Angelo Russell to pair with Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah. Cardinals is a legit you also bring playmaker in Malik now. Beasley too with with the uh, the previous trade, so you have a nice three and D wing. But for the Warriors, it's just they just set themselves up nicely, especially when you. This all comes out of them getting D'Angelo Russell when KD was just going to walk anyway. Right, so they got something when they could have just got nothing when the Kevin Durant exactly. Stuff. I understand that. I, I'll, I'll say mine, then then you can go. Um, it, it still is a bit confusing at the end of the day mm-hmm. um, because of what Derek said about Wiggins. Like, Wiggins is good at a few things. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a turnaround jump shot in the paint. Uh, but he's terrible off the ball. He doesn't defend well. But I do understand the idea of seeing him as a project. And if you, you successfully finish this project, he yeah. can be a great guy to put alongside yeah. those yeah. other guys. Because I think he has the right guys around him to help mold him into being the right guy. And I think at the end of the day, 
us on NBA Twitter or whatever, we may overvalue players. Maybe the trade was not there that was better than Andrew Wiggins and two fir- a first-round pick or two first-round picks. Mm-hmm. Maybe we thought D'Angelo Russell was way more valuable than the other general manager around the league did. Mm-hmm. And uh, shout-out shout out to the Timberwolves. They they got their piece. They got – I think you mentioned it on Twitter where, like, Cat was mad the day before. So, he's like, we yeah. got your best friend, bro. So, no more potentially requesting a trade mm-hmm. next season or whatever. It'd be very interesting to see if this works out well for Andrew Wiggins. Yes. Like, it turns out that he he could be the fit for them. Like, he could be the ball handler while Steph and Clay are working all ball or something like that. Because at the end of the day, Towns and Wiggins weren't a good fit. It was just two former yeah. first round, first overall picks. At that point, when you got the first overall pick, you usually draft a guy that you think has the best uh, potential, not the guy that fits with your other guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, it wasn't a great fit. And D'Angelo Russell... And Carthage Towns is a great fit because Carthage Towns has never had a really good point guard. Nope. Mm-hmm. Jeff Teague has been all right. He was all right for a little bit. Derrick Rose was cool for him, but we got an all-star type point guard with him that when he was drafted, it was a lot to do with his vision and he can find Carthage Towns. I'm yeah. super excited to see them on the court together. This first, the last couple of weeks or months of the season may not be great for them because they got seven new players in their locker room, mm-hmm. but, but they play together this offseason and... I think you're going to see a very rejuvenated and energized car into towns. I think so, too. I think, he's been hooping yeah. already. Yeah, yeah. He's he's been but this is, this is just more motivation. Yeah. I'm still worried about their defense. <laughs> mm-hmm. Their yeah. point guard is terrible defensively. Their center is terrible defensively. That's just not what you really want in an organization. That's how I think about it. I think it just comes down to them putting the right pieces around them. Mm-hmm. They got Josh Okogie, who's a good defender. Yep. Uh, Jericova has defensive potential. And um, the power forward position is kind of iffy right now. But we don't know how it's going to look at the moment. Um, for me, I like the trade for the Timberwolves, uh, just from the standpoint of, like I said, I think whenever you have a superstar player like Carlton Towns, who's a legitimate face of the franchise, and he is starting to get pissed off, as an organization, it puts the fear in your heart that he would want out. And that's a situation that they've gone through with Kevin Garnett, Kevin Love, so it was just on that trend. And I think whenever a player, he came out, and it's not his character at all. So when a guy like Carney Towns steps outside of his character to say something about losing and shit like that, it, it makes it even worse. So he said that the night before this trade happened, and in less than a day, they responded by getting his best friend, who was, also happens to be an all-star level point guard who's 23 years old. To answer that in less than a day is significant for me. Because yep. now... We're losing or whatever, but we got a guy that's great. He's the best player you've played with since you've been in this NBA, and he's your best friend. Perfect. It doesn't get any more better than that. So now you don't have to worry about him doing anything in the offseason or going left on you. Another thing for the Timberwolves, they gave them a top three pick in 2021, not this year's draft. So the Timberwolves are probably not going to make the playoffs this year. Mm Mm-hmm. And they got D'Angelo Russell. Mm-hmm. And they're going to keep the lottery pick from this year, yep. which a lot of people are trying to say it's a weak draft. But ain't no it, fuck all of that. A draft is a draft. There's potential and prospects <laughs> everywhere. And if you put a proper prospect in a proper situation to succeed, mm-hmm. they have limitless potential. So that, to be able to keep that pick is, is great. And I don't know how the Warriors let them walk away because they're going to be a lot better in 2021 than they, than they are now. So top three protected in 2021, I don't think you're going to need a top. I don't think the Timberwolves are going to have a top three pick in 2021 if D'Lo and Cat are healthy. Mm-hmm. Another thing for the Timberwolves is the other trade they made, which we saw they got Malik Beasley. So now you have D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley, Josh Akogi, Jared Culver, and then Carl Towns. I like that. 
for me. I like that going forward, especially since you're going to have a, a lottery pick this year. So you have some things. All they need is the four, and then in free agency, they have to address the wing situation, and mm-hmm. I think that's something they could be able to do. I think the second half of the season allows them to all play mesh, and then from a front office standpoint, you look back and you, you just visualize what we need and how do we get it, and that's what I think what all y'all alluded to. Yeah. For the Warriors. Ooh, one quick thing is another thing about that situation is they get rid of one of the worst contracts probably in the league. With oh, Wiggins. Wiggins. But yes. that's what I was trying to tell you because you was up here on one episode saying that's impossible to move. That shit wasn't that impossible to move. I don't think it is one of the worst contracts because Wiggins had – there's so much that people just keep he's, – he's had a solid year this year. It's yeah. just that Twitter good. loves He's, he's always him. been good. Right, he's never been a great player. He just player. hasn't he's never been. He's always been. He's, yeah. been, he's he just been hasn't hit the. Career. Which is why Steve's Kerr comments, which is common sense, I think everybody knew this. But yes, Timberwolves needed him to be the number one overall pick, the guy that Slam Magazine and all these people said was the next coming of LeBron. The Warriors, we don't need it. If he's just Harrison Barnes, a little bit more better and younger, we're fine with that. We yeah. don't need it. Which I, I I get and I like, but I'm also like y'all, bro. Listen, D'Angelo Russell and a top three pick value in the offseason is limitless. You get any star that's disgruntled or the situation ain't working out because the NBA works overnight. I I couldn't tell you that Paul George is going to request a trade. I Mm -hmm. couldn't tell you that. I could not see that coming. Mm -hmm. But the NBA works that fast, and I feel like if the Warriors would have just chilled, bro, just chilled and took that top three pick in D'Angelo into the offseason, you just have – that Wiggins would have still been there. You just keep your options open. Wiggins would have still been there. And I'll tell you this. I I bring that situation. This is all hypothetical. But I I thought about this, and you tell me what y'all would do. The Philadelphia 76ers, bro. NBA standings. Right now, if I'm if my mind correct, they're thirty correct, they're thirty two and twenty one in the fifth seat. Okay, fifth. They will play the Miami Heat. Mm-hmm. Hypothetically, the, the playoff starts tonight. The Heat are the better team. I'm just this is all hypothetical. I'm not saying the Heat are the better team, but right now it is numbers wise, whatever. But hypothetically speaking, they play each other in the first round. Heat destroy them. Heat wins first two games at home. 76ers come back third game. They're hitting their shots. Tobias Harris aggressive, and they get a win, but then they lose the, the second game at home, 3-1, go to Miami. Miami closes it out, 4-1. They get embarrassed. Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid just don't look like they got it together. Puts the pressure on Elton Brand to make some type of big move. Brett Brown probably obviously gets fired. Beef is going on. Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid ain't feeling each other because the media getting in between them. In the offseason, you tell them, what would you do? If that happened, if you're the 76ers and you get embarrassed 4-1 in a, in a Warriors, because they're smart and intelligent, mm-hmm. and they, they are very meticulous in everything that they do. Bob Myers picks up his phone, and he sees what's going on, and he says, we give you D'Angelo Russell, the third overall pick for Joel Embiid. As the Sixers, what are you doing? As the Sixers, I, I, would, I would take that deal. As the Sixers. You're getting, you're getting – the Sixers are getting – D'Angelo Russell, Mike, mm-hmm. and third overall pick for Joel Embiid. So you're going to have Ben, D'Lo, Richardson, Bias, Horford, third overall pick. Yep. I would do that for the Sixers, yes. And then the Warriors, you have Steph, Clay, Dre, Joel Embiid, who you don't need to play 82 games. Mm-hmm. He can play 60 games a year for y'all. Y'all just need him for the playoffs. I've never seen Joel Embiid with that type of spacing. He, he probably become an even cra- he probably become a playmaker. 
You can't. I I, I look at that and I, I don't. I see win win. We've never seen a Warriors play with a big like that, mm-hmm. and they, they, it's impossible to double team when you have Clay and Steph on the court. And mm-hmm. then all they have to do on all season is get a wing, a three and D wing. Yep, Marcus Morris or somebody. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, I see. I could definitely see that. It's yeah. better than Wiggins to me. Yeah, in a me. way, the Warriors did kind of rush it. I don't know why they rushed it, but. It's just me. Yeah. I think some shit like that would have been available. But I also, you know, like Mike said, to get the pick, whether it's 2020, 2021, mm-hmm. again, it's another asset. They're obviously keeping Wiggins because you don't, you're don't, you not taking him to the offseason to trade him. Yeah. Because if that was the case, you would have kept D'Lo, who has more value on open market, with a pick. But, um, yeah, I agree with y'all. Maybe the change of scenery, maybe not being in a cold or something, some weird shit will, will be good for <laughs> Wiggins and he figure it out. I think Wiggins is a, he's, he's a solid player to me. I just think that it's been unfair because he's the number one pick. So because mm-hmm. he hasn't been number one pick tier, people shit on him. But I think he's been solid. And I think with those type of, with that type of environment, it can, it can happen. Because at, at worst, he's Harrison Barnes. But I think he's better than Harrison Barnes at this point. That's just me. Um but yeah, man. I just, uh, HB was a good defender. That's the only thing that's different at this moment. HB was a good defender, and I think Wiggins has the tools to be a good defender. One hundred percent, he does. He just chooses not to. Bro, it's always the same story. He has the tools. He has the tools. He has the tools to be really good. He has the potential to take another step. It's environment, man. Yeah. It's environment. It's environment. A lot of people have not. A lot of people just ain't did shit in Minnesota, man. A lot mm-hmm. of people. Uh, Ricky Rubio never lived up to his shit in Minnesota. Derrick Williams went there, wasn't on shit. Is it, Johnny Flynn disappeared? You know, it's just, this is an organization that drafted Johnny Flynn and Ricky Rubio before Steph Curry. Both of them. <laughs> they motherfuckers said we take mean, it two point guards. Like Wesley Johnson was a fourth days. overall pick yeah, for them. Facts. Except you can take that one Jimmy year where they who would you like to call? They almost uh, made the playoffs. Y'all move on to the next one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cleveland Cavaliers. Wiggins, we are rooting for you, though, man. Facts, yeah, we're rooting for you. Uh, Cavaliers are finalizing the deal to bring in Andre Drummond, and they gave back John Henson. Uh, your boy Brandon Knight is back in Detroit in a second round pick. I get another dude. Get I like your tweet chance. about how he did it for that. They did it for a bag of balls. Thank you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, bro. It, so last time I got my hair done, you remember the first room? It was like Atlanta's trying to pull off a trade for Drummond. I was talking to people on Twitter because when you when you at the barbershop, that's what you have. That's time what you. To do. That's what you have time to do. So I re- I rarely do this, but I was like, there's no way Drummond is getting traded for anything more than a first round pick. I even gave him a first round pick. I was like a first round pick of Chandler Parsons. Goddamn Detroit Piston fan, come up to me in my mentions saying, "There's no way we trade Drummond for anything less than two first round picks." And that is the prime example of a fan of a team overvaluing what he has on his team. Drummond is cool, but we're in 2020 now. His ass don't fit. <laughs> he don't fit the mold of what a game is going. He, so you're not getting these picks. He's the best center in the NBA. Well, not the best center in the NBA. Best rebounding center. Okay, in the yeah. NBA. I'm glad he, you he's got an that. Elite, yeah. He's an elite center in the NBA, and we've just seen his value. He got traded for basically nothing. Literally nothing. Tristan Thompson is still on the Cleveland Cavaliers because they moment. couldn't even trade him. Yeah. Clint Capella, the Rockets didn't even need him anymore, so they traded him away. Right. Yeah, so that uh, just shows you the value of the center is yeah, going they, down. Almost if, you, if you're not a spe- if you're not, a, you're not special. Or you're not a stretcher. Joe yeah, Lundby, Rudy Gobert, and Jokic. I don't give a like damn the what the value is. And Cat, and Cat, yeah. I don't care what the value is. When you can get an Andre Drummond for Brandon Knight, John Henson, and a less favorable second-round pick of Golden State in 2023, do it. Oh no, yeah, yeah, for the Cavs, yeah. I understand. That's, it. A, that's yeah. a the Pistons lost. Yeah, Andre Drummond for nothing. This is the wor- this is the biggest L mm-hmm. for me. 
Just because, I mean, you yeah, you don't have to pay it him. It just sucks for them. What did they have? And the quote is, <laughs> they don't have any. They did, so that, that this year. they did this so he wouldn't, so you wouldn't lose him for nothing. Mm-hmm. Are you serious? You've that got, and and because he nothing. has a player option this yeah, year. Yeah, they didn't want him to jump in. Yes, mm-hmm. for but like twenty. I would let him million. jump in then to get that because who's who's going to Detroit? Nobody. Nobody. But the reason I like I, I like cap flexibility, but damn. I think it's also that <laughs> Drummond is still good enough to occasionally win you some games, and I think they're trying to just bottom out and get the highest odds possible this year for the first round, or first overall I pick. I feel that. I feel that. And then it's also like a we wash our hands. We tried to have you here, and now it's time for you to hit your I next. Thought, stop. I, I just think that man, if you if you really took the time and did your due diligence all year and plan for this properly, you would have got more than Brandon Knight, John Henson, and a less favorable of Golden State's twenty twenty three second round. One hundred percent. So could we see Blake Griffin dealt this summer? I don't know. It'll be, t- it'll be tough. You got to take that contract. It'll be tough. And he, yeah. you got to think about, he, he's he been dealing with injuries. So yeah. shout out to the Cavs. Again. A lot of people were trying to have something to say about this, but shout out to the Cavs, man. They also had a bird rights for him for a sign and trade if he declines the option. Multiple teams leading up to the trade deadline have reportedly discussed a trade with the Cavaliers for Thompson, whose 18-point man contract expiring. He'll be unrestricted free agent this year, and he's also probably not interested in accepting the buyout. That's, that's that clutch thing, baby. They like, we're going to get all our money. The clutch clients... I'm not giving you back anything, which I which I don't like. I think it's stupid because I think if he, he can he can go somewhere and help. Yeah, yeah. he got to buy out, show someone he can help. It can get him some value. Yep. He can make that money back. Mm-hmm. Simple. Um, but it's not much to say about this trade other than Drummond is a weirdo. You knew you were gonna get traded, bro. It's been rumored for two months, and you know, hop on Twitter to my ain't no loyalty, bro. You knew you were out there. No, I'm sure he did, but I think he probably. It, sometimes it's about how you find out. Mm-hmm. So, like, if we gonna trade me. Like, let me know. Because some players be like, I found that on Twitter, which no. to me is ridiculous. Yeah. That is crazy. And I would react the same way if I found that on Twitter. That's just, that's just, that means you didn't tell my agent. Yeah. You ain't tell me. <laughs> like, that's Completely blindsided. Last trade. Is the, is the best one of the night. The Clippers received Isaiah Thomas, who was waived. Unfortunately. <laughs> Marcus Moore Sr. from the Knicks. The Knicks received Mo Harkless from the Clippers. Draft rights to Isfu Sanan <laughs> from the Wizards. <laughs> A 2021 first round pick from the Clippers, who a lot of people didn't know that they had. Mm-hmm. Um, a protected 2020 first round pick swap from the Clippers, which we won't need to do. <laughs> and a 2020 second round pick from the Clippers via the Pistons. And then the Warriors get Jerome Robinson from the Clippers. Um, Wizards. Wizards. Get yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, but he's from the Clippers. That's why, that's, that's why I said that. Um, it's cool. The Clippers got to, yeah. like, all the other trades this this today or whatever it was were for teams thinking about the future. D'Angelo Russell and, and Carlton Towns, that's for years down the line. All the other trades are years down the line. This is a trade that helps the Clippers get better this season. And they are, they're, like, the only contending yeah. team to actually so, get an upgrade. Bro. I hope so, bro. And, and they really wanted to beat the Lakers to this. I hope so, man. I don't know. It definitely makes them better. Yeah. But... Marcus Morris won't be what he was with the Knicks on the right. No, there won't be. No, they don't need him to, like though. The first yeah. option to probably not off the bench. Fifth, no, yeah. fifth, no, he's going to start. He's going to start, yeah. He's going to be the four. Oh, okay, yeah, you're probably right. Um, and, yeah, they don't need him to be, mm-hmm. but. It has more toughness. Defensively, he, he's great. Do you remember that series where he was playing great defense on LeBron? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, stuff like that. Now you got a third defender, a third for wing LeBron. defender for LeBron. Just keep throwing them different looks. I yeah. think that's what. Um, uh, Rick Carlisle said they did when they beat the um, the Heat with Dallas. There, they like we just kept throwing them different yeah. looks. Sometimes it was fucking five five JJ Barea, but we kept throwing them different looks. And, and it, he's also shooting forty four percent from three. That's what I mean. Yes, that's what I mean right there. That's what, what I mean right there. If 
And I'm he, not but, mistaken. That's like top five in the NBA. He's yeah, shooting, for sure. He's, he's shooting 44 from three-point range, but he's shooting 46.8% on catching threes, which is the fourth best mark among 158 players who have mm-hmm. at least attempted 100. Mm-hmm. He, uh, But he also is four for seven on shots to tie or take the lead in the final minute of the fourth quarter at, or OT, and three of those four buckets have come off the dribble mm-hmm. in ISO situations. So he's the, not going to get that. No. He's not going to get that. But my in in. New York, he was their number one option, but like throughout his mm-hmm. course of his career, he's been okay with being three, four. Yeah, I think he he's just he, a, he's he, a dog who times, wants to win. I, and I and I heard uh, well, what's what's the dude name man, the bias Celtics fan, the bias Celtics fan, <laughs> Bill Simmons. Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought you were talking I thought you said Winnie Marfin. Yeah, no, 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 that's what I was no, thinking no. too. Um, that sounded like somebody Twitter handle too. Bias Celtics fan, <laughs> definitely. Do. Somebody, now somebody gonna make it. They name <laughs> I guarantee. <laughs> But uh, he, he said something that was like facts as a person. He sometimes could be a ball stopper. Marcus Moore, oh, yeah. get yeah, that yeah. motherfucker mm-hmm. and it's gone. Let mm-hmm. it ride. But I love Marcus. I'm rooting for him. I'm, I hope if they get far, I'm going to root for them because I want him to get a ring. Mm-hmm. But I can't wait. I hope he don't resign all season, bro. There are also I candidates to get Collison. Facts. Nah, not no more. But I, I think he's That's definitely going to, the, going to the lake, yeah, the the lake show. To, to lose. I'm hoping so. That's the only thing y'all will be close to the um, no, actually, we're not. Cool, because now we can hit the buyout market. Mm-hmm. Marvin Williams, as you mentioned, went to the, the Bucks, yep. which is which crazy. Is, I feel like the Rockets would have loved to try to. I didn't think the Bucks were going to do anything. I thought they were just going to hey, chill. But that's you can switch Dragon Bender for Marvin Williams? Yeah, that's kinda, that just kind of fell into the ball. You're laughing. You got to take that. Yeah, that's a great pickup for the Bucks. Yeah. Names that we could probably see. Okay, Marvin Williams already happened. Deion Waiters. Mm-hmm. Markeith Morris from the Pistons. Mm-hmm. Reggie Jackson. Yeah, I'm I'm so was, surprised about that one. Yeah, I was surprised he wants to buy out. Um, um, from his standpoint, I understand. But it's like, since he's been back, he's been really good for them. And I've I know they're trying to lose. So yeah, I guess he just it had twenty last Yeah, night. I've seen. I also hate it because he's on my fantasy team. And I don't he? want. I don't want him to come off the bench for nobody. I want him back starter. Uh, <laughs> I've seen Andre Roberson's name with the Thunder, who people forget existed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where is he? Um, Taj Gibson, Bobby Porter's from the Knicks, Evan Turner with the Timberwolves, MKG from the Hornets, Michael Gilchrist, Bismack Biyombo, mm-hmm. John Henson with the Pistons. Uh, Delhi with the Cavs, Langston Galloway from the Pistons, Alan Crabb, the Timberwolves, Tyler Johnson, the Suns, and then the foreign league players who their years are about to wrap up. You have Andre Bogut, Miles Plumley, Jerry Bayless, Marshawn Brooks. Mike's know about Marshawn Brooks. That's a microwave. Dante right there. Cunningham, Jeremy Lynn, Jarrell Martin, and then Lance Stevenson. Uh, what about Nico? No, he's, 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 he's yeah, signed like a multi year deal. Oh. Yeah. So he's not coming and then, over. Yeah, JR with the Lakers and all of that, that workout. Him and Darren Collison, y'all like that? If the Lakers get Darren Collison and and Jay yeah. Smith, are you are you like? Yeah, I'm cool with that. It, it definitely improves your bench. What's the roster spots open up for that? I think we Does have Rondo. To, yeah, Rondo would have to get cut. You think they're gonna do that though? Cut. Well, I think I, I think Rondo's think such will. a playoff player. I don't think they cutting Rondo. I think he's. I'm gonna look up Lakers roster and see. Yeah, I'm on it. I'm gonna um, see who the best. The Kumpo brother. <sighs> They can't because they're trying to sign Giannis in 2021. They need him on the roster. Like, on some real shit. Devontae. DeMarcus Cousins. Who that yeah, is. Oh, yeah. DeMarcus Bo- 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 is, is injured. But everybody else, T- Talon, Horton, Tucker. He's, he's clutch. He's clutch. Oh, he's clutch? He's oh, clutch then sports. that ain't happening. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't Troy even know Daniels. anybody else. He shoot the ball. Because I, 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 I think Coast is a two-way player anyway. They can't cut him. 
because uh, he's not officially on the roster. I, I, I think cut Troy Daniels would have to be Rondo. Collison, you try, you cut Troy Daniels for Darren Collison? Yeah. Do you watch basketball? Yeah, but Collison is still very good. He's better he than Troy Daniels. He played in I don't know how long. But when he last played, he was better than Troy Daniels. But he ain't played in how long? He I don't think he like forgot. I don't think he forgot how to play basketball. Okay. All right. He ain't the shooter that Troy Daniels is. Hey, he watched basketball. <laughs> he watched uh, like games. Shit. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what a roster spot. I don't know who the yeah. fuck Troy Daniels is. Because you're not cutting Alex Caruso. The world Darren, will catch on fire. So what? Darren, you you, you gonna bring Dan Carlson in and got put LeBron and Tangus small forward? LeBron that would have freed up the roster spots for us. Because I think it was like Kuzma, Demarcus Cousins, and somebody, Avery, Avery Bradley, Bradley for, for somebody Mar- for Marcus Morris, and that would have freed up those rosters. We ain't want that. For, we ain't uh, we ain't that would have been an ideal situation yeah, for y'all. We ain't you want that. Freed him up. We wanted Mark more Harkless. <laughs> y'all got him. Now, y'all want so. that second round, <laughs> that, that late twenties uh, pick. I can't. You never know. I you can't feel me? We ain't get D'Angelo Russell, but I ain't tripping. Um, because I don't know. D'Angelo Russell is our best player, making thirty million dollars. Wasn't a look. Wasn't the move, mm-hmm. but. Who's the biggest winner, though, the of the whole thing? thing? The Timberwolves. I would have to go. They had a disgruntled superstar who was t- talking that talk to potentially seem like he was going to be asking for the trade, and you get D'Angelo Russell. Now you they you one homie away from getting a big three that they talked about wanting to have. I'll go Grizzlies just to be. just uh, Timberwolves for sure, but after that, mm-hmm. it's Grizzlies. Oh, yeah, I'm going to say the Heat. That's just yeah, team, I was, right? I was going to go with the Heat as well. I'm going to say the Heat. Just we for, just talking team, right? Yeah. It could be player, right? Oh, yeah. Andre Iguodala, he ain't playing. Got the $30 million extension. Carthage <laughs> Towns, too. Yeah, he's a, he's a winner here getting this homie. Um, quickly, before before we end off, y'all want to talk about last night with the, the goaltend or not go the goal, mm-hmm. not miss goaltend call. Yeah, it's a definitely a miss goaltend 100%. Call, they already admitted to it. Like, we fucked up. Um, I don't like it. You don't like what part of it? I don't it? like all of it. The, the, first of all, this report, this that that shit is bullshit. I hate I hate the report. Glad, oh yeah, facts. I'm glad Damian Lillard said we don't want to hear this punk ass shit. Uh, I don't like the I don't like Donovan Mitchell talking after the game. This is not a game to try to come out and act like it was a statement. Because <laughs> y'all play like shit, and yeah. y'all been playing like shit and for like two weeks now. About, yeah. yeah, this was we handle business. We yeah, took care of business. This is what we <laughs> and they went against games. a team that was depleted as hell and didn't Ooh. even win. Really, Gary Trent can't come in here and talk shit to me. It's not the move, Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> I don't even think he had a crazy game. Who, D. Mitchell? Yeah. yeah, I think he had like six. It was Bogdanovich last night who was their yeah, their best guy. Yeah. So how's he gonna come out and say this shit? And, I, and, and I'm fine with talking. I'm, I'm fine with trash talking, but I just think that is a time and a place. And I don't think that type of win when you, it was a clear goaltending and mm-hmm. everybody know. I don't think you use that and try to act like it was a statement game about toughness because I don't think Quinn Snyder is gonna I, right now. They're at practice probably right now. I don't think Quinn Snyder is in that like. Good game, guys. That mm-hmm. toughness that I was telling y'all about <laughs> that was it right there. And you know what's the even funnier part? Rudy Gobert got credited with that block. Like it's, yeah. on, his, it's on his stats. Like good block, bro. Yeah, that's such a tough blow for Portland. Uh, t- yeah, especially Especially when they're fighting for that A C mm-hmm. and they just beat um the Spurs and then they were playing the Jazz. That's, that's a back that to be a win. I mean they we've if they counted it, they went into overtime. Who knows what happened in overtime? Yeah. But it gives them a chance to win right, a game. Because the Grizzlies had, the Grizzlies yes. lost last night. I would took, they I would took out. the Blazers in that five minutes because Dane was starting they, to yeah, yeah, that three that should that could have been and one. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. So, but it's it's a few things. That's the second time Rudy Gobert has got away with something late in the game. He had that one foul on Brandon Ingram about a, like three weeks ago so that they didn't call. Just cry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then he got this goal 10. And, and now 
the NBA is going to have to change. They have to change something, mm-hmm. whether it be that you can challenge a, a missed call or you add another referee. Because if you look where the referees were standing, they couldn't see that it was a goal ten. You add a fourth guy, then he he, right he gets there. a different you know different view, or. You, just, you have it. to find the refs. That's that's too big of a missed call. Yo, I just came to my mind. We have to get our picks for the week. Picks for the week. Picks for the week. Picks for the week. MVP of the week. Rookie of the week. And team of the week. Y'all know how we do up here through the wire. Uh, a couple of weeks have went by. We had gave Dame every all the attention for one of the weeks. And then another week we didn't do it because we had a lot going on. But I'm starting with D. Mills. Who is your MVP of the week? I'm gonna go Russell Westbrook. He's been doing very good this week. Um, they might not. What you? What? No, because you just told the Lakers, Bam out of body. Yeah, you told me it was. You, oh you yeah, said it, it is was Bam. Bam. So I was like, my bad. That just that threw me for a loop. My just bad. Threw me for a loop. Yes, it is Bam. Why am I tricking? Yes, Bam out of body. <laughs> the man, <laughs> the man Bam. went to the Rockets page and everything. He was looking at their games. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Bam has been on the tell lately. And I, I'm picking Bam, and they 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 didn't win any games this week. They're lost two in a row, but he's hooping. I'm gonna go Nikola Jokic. Mm-hmm. Real good week, self-explanatory, hooping, game winner, Nuggets hooping. That flat-footed game winner. Yeah, give me Nikola Jokic. KB, who you got? Give me Big Surge. Uh, Another guy with a game win. winner. A lot to do with his off the court stuff with the scarf and him and OG Ananobi. He came with that big ass scarf, like like down to his his shoes. Not you know, he basically is seven footer, so that's the longest scarf in the world. Tacky. So, uh, <laughs> <dang>. <laughs> um, that's my player of the week. My player of the week is gonna be Jason Tatum. He's been hooping, especially when the Celtics have been struggling. He's been picking them up. Rookie of the week, D Mills. Zion. Easy way. Yeah, okay. No, I'm just playing. Uh, give me Terrence Davis. I feel like I need to uh, acknowledge a Raptors player because they've been on a 13 game winning streak. And they're beating good the teams. Cares. They just beat the, the Pacers twice. Yeah. And uh-huh. I feel like nobody, like people are talking about it, but I, I kind of like that. When, when fans be like, nobody talk, I'd be like, that's what you should want. Yeah, yeah. Just do it the Spurs way. When nobody talks about you and then you just win a championship. KB. I also had Terrence Davis. Shout out to Terrence Davis. Mike. I'm going to go Eric Paschal. Just because Kentrell told you that's who you should take. Yeah, he's been picking it up. <laughs> MVP of the I mean, team of the week? Nuggets. Celtics. They beat the Bucks. They beat the Blazers. <laughs> they beat the Jazz. They did lose to the Pistons, but. Hold so. on, no, that, that automatically puts them off the list. They lost to the Pistons? Give me the Raptors, man. <laughs> Show love to the Raptors. Raptors doing anything. And my team of the week is OKC. Um, not just this week, but they're like, they won nine in their last 10. Chris Paul was this close to my player of the week because he closed out a couple games this week as well. Yeah. But OKC has continuously just been very, very good over the past couple of weeks. And they're now the sixth seed. They're like, they're there. They're a playoff team, and they're going to upset somebody. Who Don't you sleep. Pick Mike Celtics? Yep. You a Celtics fan? You pick Jason Tatum now. Now the I'm Celtics. I'm a Kemba Walker fan, but you just you didn't pick Kemba Walker. Well, Jason Tatum in the best player. Ooh, is that a hot take or is that just you just that, no, that's, that's facts. facts? That's facts. Okay, okay. Um, worst team of the week, if I can, if I can say so, would have to go to uh, uh, the Chicago Bulls. I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> um, just embarrassing, bro. I be driving an hour to go watch them play, and then I get there the first quarter. I'm like, why the fuck am I here right I now? Got them Suns tickets. That's the one game we're going to. Oh, damn. That's the one game we're going to. The rest of them is on the market, bro. If you want some tickets to, to Section 104, good-ass seats, you get autographs, you get there early, hit, hit a brother up, bro, for the low. And it got blown out in the last four games. Zion, Terrence Davis, 
Oh. And Eric Pascal. Yeah, the Bulls suck, if you ain't noticed. Yeah. We also are missing like seven players right yeah, now. Yeah, I know so that. It's like, I'll be forgetting auto porters. Yeah, I'll I be forgetting auto porters on our I don't team. He ain't. Bulls, but I'll, I'll be at that Suns game. I got to support. Kelly Boubre? Fam, Javon. Oh. oh. I'm, I'm going for another reason. <laughs> Uh, I think that's it. I think I'm going to wear my Aaron Baines shirt to the Suns. I know he's been injured, and maybe he'll be back by then. Congratulations on making it to the Aaron Baines fans club. Yeah, man. I'm like an ambassador, basically. That's Cap. No, I'm not. I'm just a follower. Um, <laughs> that's it? I don't even think he heard what you said. He said he's a follower. Oh. <laughs> your, your own word. But, yeah, we out.